0: Hi, friends. Hello. Hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry With The Podcast with Ashley Sleek. It's just like I showed up to your house, bottle of wine in hand with like 45 to an hour of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like, who doesn't want to do that? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry With The Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek, here to hang out with you on another fabulous Wednesday. Uh, I have to say, it was cracking me up. I went and got my um, vagina wax today. Sorry, Dad. And I it just truly cracks me up the experience that you have with your waxer. Like people always ask me, how do you get wax? How do you get wax? I'm like, babe, that's an open therapy session. Okay. I'm grateful to be there. This girl is in my labia and we are talking shit about our ex boyfriends. Like there is not an experience that is quite equal to me. than literally hashing it out about all the exes that you hate, with the woman who was like literally ripping hair out of your soul. Like I'm just telling you right now. And it's like it's a mutual discussion. You know, I know all about her dating life. I know about her exes like she knows about the otter. Like we're having such a good, intimate conversation. I just don't feel like you get that level of intimacy anywhere else. You know what I mean? It's it's equivalent to me of the Uh, like a 2 a.m. home from the bars decided to jump in the pool at a bachelorette party and you're drinking you've been drinking all day and suddenly your childhood trauma is coming out like all these things that you probably wouldn't even tell your bestest friends are being told to a random in a pool at a bachelorette party like these are the moments i live for when you ask me why i do what i do this is why it was just like literally cracking me up so much as i was leaving but i think i do owe everybody an explanation she is trying very hard to crawl herself out of a depressive episode and i know i've been like kind of going back and forth on this but oh my god i just i just am trying to do my best i have said this statement to many friends of mine, and I don't know if I've said it here on the podcast, but I think it's a good one. I often tell my friends who are just going through it, and you know, they'll apologize for not being around, or they feel like, you know, I did this, and when this was happening, and you know, I always tell people, you know, you don't need to apologize for what you were doing when you were trying to survive. Like, it is so hard sometimes to just get through the damn day that, you know, if you miss a text or you know, you send the wrong thing or, you know, I mean, obviously there's some things that you can't excuse, like murder and being like evil to people. But, you know, sometimes when you are just trying to survive, you're just trying to survive. And and that's just it, you know, and I feel like that was truly where I was at. And just the idea of even talking to anybody, let alone my amazing friends that I've made here on the podcast, I just. I just couldn't bring myself to do it I have to be honest with you and you know I'm just it was enough for me to get to work like that was that was what I could do last week and even I had Monday Tuesday off and I was like I just have to enjoy this these days off and I just couldn't stress about anything so I am so sorry for missing the podcast and you know I'm just in a moment right now i i do know this about myself and um was discussed with with my best friend that you know around my birthday i can get a little moody uh you know but also honestly like the finance of my life is very stressful and can i just say this can i just bitch for one minute about something that i'm so sick and tired of and i feel like i'm going to say this here on the podcast and honest to god i think i'm going to save this clip And send it to everybody who bothers me because I am in a lot of debt right now. Okay, but people love—they love the people love in my life—to equate that with being a bridesmaid. And can I just point out? Yes, being a bridesmaid has a cost to it. But I'm going to keep it a hundred with you. Do you want to know why I'm in debt? Okay, first of all, I was making eleven dollars an hour in my first career in radio. Okay, eleven dollars an hour, and I was living a life. OK, how do you think I was doing that? Your girl had a credit card. OK, num- number two, I three times moved for a man. OK, I moved twice with Jimmy and had to break two leases. And then I moved out here to Campbell. And listen, I am grateful for doing that. I'm so glad. But those are three moves, th- two lease breaks, like movers, uh, you know, paying a down payment, like all this stuff that i did and moved into these places do you think that money just came out of nowhere like hello you know uh when i moved to oregon i was still working in radio and i made a magical 15 dollars an hour um big raises at that time and you know i drove home because i was depressed almost every single weekend an eight hour drive or i flew who was paying for that okay i have made so many mistakes in my life that i am paying for now and they are not bachelorette parties okay like i love being in weddings and like yes that's a cost but the reason i'm drowning not all these bachelorette parties and what bothers me so much is i feel like people put so much judgment on my name of like what i spend my money on and i find it really bizarre because i don't know what i'm doing differently than everybody else because everybody i know that's my age is taking trips You know, like they're doing things, period. They're taking trips. So what's the difference between me taking a trip for a bachelorette party and you living your life? I'm not understanding. Okay. and then the other things is, as I've mentioned here on the podcast and will continue to mention, I had to pay a lot of medical debt, a lot of it. And above all else, above all else, I love a good shop I love a good outfit, okay? And you know what? I was like, charge it, charge it, charge it. And I'm old now and I have to pay for that, okay? So not everything boils back down to the fact that I was a bridesmaid 13 times and I'm a little sick and tired of hearing about it. So you know what? Blanket ass statement. I'm owning my mistakes. Like I made a ton of mistakes growing up and I'm paying for them now and it sucks. And honestly, I think I would have been in a lot better of a place had I... Not, you know, got hit with a bunch of medical bills last year. And sure, there are a couple things in weddings that I have been like, whoo, this was an expense, you know? But I just, I think the reason that I hate it so much is because it puts the blame on somebody else. And don't get me wrong, I love. A good blame sesh i'm like you know what Th- this person's responsible for my trauma blah, blah blah but in reality i'm grown up now and i need to own my shit it's nobody else's fault that i'm in debt besides my own and our medical system and that one i will continue to blame on the government but i just listen this is my own burden to bear and i am so stressed out that it's annoying. And I think the other half of it is I know it's my own damn flaw. I know I put myself here and I don't regret any of my decisions. But it's annoying. So anyways, I and she's she's a little poor. But can I tell you something? I did a little finesse rue And I think that we're not talking enough about the deals you can get from Target because I picked up some stuff for the otter. Like uh, he needed a couple things. And I was like, listen, I'm already going to Target let me pick this up for you. He fought me. I was like, please let me do something. Like I need to help a person. I need to help somebody. And so, but what I didn't realize when I agreed to this was that if you spent at the time $25 or more on like body care stuff or whatever, like he needed razors and mouthwash. Okay. So that came out to around $25. And then I got a free $5 gift card just for spending that $25. So then I was able to girl math my way into like getting what I needed. So I went to the store today with my $5 gift card and I needed a new plastic shower curtain and I needed uh, a new washcloth or like a towel- hand towel for the bathroom. And then I decided to get myself a Reese's pumpkin because tis the season, baby. And that came out to like $8. And then I used my gift card thing for $5. So I only had to spend $3 today. I, like, earned money by buying him something. And you know what? I know because I remember my cousin telling me that she got a good deal on shoes because she used her, like, Target points or something. And I just didn't even know this existed. So I just feel like, as a PSA to all my all my girlies trying to save money out there, Target might be the hustle. And we didn't even know. It was really funny because I, um, you know, speaking of being poor, I went to go, I washed my clothes today in my very, very shitty Uh, washer and dryer at my apartment complex and obviously they didn't dry all the way through and usually I'm like whatever I will I will pay the another two dollars to get this dry and I was like not today sis so I bring up my clothes and I realize that I got rid of my $2,500 drying rack because my Peloton I sold my Peloton so now I don't I don't know where to dry my clothes you know a Peloton that I'm still paying for by the way and listen, can I just give a PSA to the girlies out there? OK, this is for you. This is for you. And my, and my gays and my they's. Anybody who potentially is getting into a, a relationship, do not buy an expensive piece of workout equipment until there is a diamond on your finger. OK, you know what I mean? Until you have already figured out how you are going to split finances, do not split a piece of exercise equipment because you will then decide that that relationship's not for you. And then you're going to break up and then you somehow are stuck paying this bill. Okay, learn from Ashley's mistakes. A couple of them. Be careful when spending all your money because at some point you are going to have to pay it back. Lesson number one. Lesson number two, don't buy expensive equipment to work out until there's a diamond on your finger. Okay, everybody. Here we are. Also, I was listening to Taylor Swift the other day. Actually, I By the other day, I mean, I've been listening to Taylor Swift all week. She's in a mood. And um, I was listening to the song uh, Paris, which I love. If you don't love Paris for midnights, girl, listen again. So she has this one lyric, and I don't think I'll ever be able to relate, but she talks about how she's so in love that she doesn't want to hear the tea. Like she's basically like you know everybody is telling me about you know my ex boyfriend's sister and it's like I don't even care because I'm so in love, and I just want to tell you something right now like I will never not care about the tea like I don't think I mean I will say this I don't I don't care to hear about my exes if that was the main point and the main takeaway, but it, I just I can't see a world in which I'm so in love that I don't want the tea I feel that I it's it's important to me to be with somebody that I can share the tea with. So the idea that like I'd be so in love that I wouldn't be gossiping doesn't quite sound like my love language. And so of all the things that Taylor Swift has ever said, I think it's the only thing I disagree. And I just want you to know that I am going to talk about the Travis Kelsey of it all, but that will come up in the football corner of the podcast. Okay, you guys, I feel like I was in such a saga that I genuinely don't even know. Like I all my notes are from last week, basically, and the podcast that I was supposed to do, but she didn't. And I was gonna tell you about my bug saga and genuinely like I don't even know if I have it in me anymore because I think that I did update you all when I got back from San Diego and I was like there's bugs everywhere well I just want you to know that like the bugs are were are not here anymore but they were still around last week and I just couldn't I just I truly in my heart and soul I just couldn't I spent like fifty dollars on a car wash and like another fifty dollars on you know a bug catcher and it didn't do anything basically just my pure rage of bug spraying and spraying them although i will say right now the flies are gone and i read on the internet that they're afraid of like orange peels or something i don't know if afraid's the right word but that's what i'm going with and i have kept a cup of orange peels next to my window and i will say that i finally haven't seen a single ant, and I have to tell you all something that I think is so tragic that I just learned so I was doing the podcast and I paused for like a quick minute because there was like this weird ringing in my ear and so then I went back and listened to this episode that I've been doing which has obviously been fantastic and as I was listening I kept hearing the skipping again and this is many times why the podcast I stop it and I go back and this time I was literally about to delete all the audio and I was like damn but she was like on a roll today this is so unfortunate I don't know if I can like muster up the energy and I'm hungry. I just listened to it without my headphones and it wasn't skipping so I'm just very curious if every single time that I deleted an episode and was like very angry about the situation if it was really just my headphones and all that stuff was good. But that's a trauma for another time. There are times that like it genuinely has been my computer, which I do have a new computer, but I just have to get the connecting thing for my microphone to it to use. But anyways, what a turn of events. But my bug saga looks like it's over right now. Thank gosh. I mean, I just, you know, when you're like one step away from an entirely big mental breakdown, You just you just don't know what to do. But can I just tell you, last week I really did have a great week. Okay, because I think it's unfair that I was like I'm depressed because I had such a good week. So (laughs) sad bitch problems. So on Monday I went to go see the Joe Bros. So exciting. Um, Bestie of the podcast, bestie of my life, Julie bought me tickets for my birthday to see the Jonas Brothers in Sacramento, and I realized that like. I'm a fan when it comes to the Jonas Brothers because there are not very many people in this world that I have seen twice. And I saw the Jonas Brothers when they first came back and hit the town uh, with Jasmine. And then I saw Nick when he was by himself or when he toured with Debbie Lovato, remember that? And then I saw Joe in DNCE. And I was like, wow, I've really been following these guys, which is hilarious because I think Kevin's my favorite. And I'll stand Kevin till the end of the day. My biggest problem with the concert was that there wasn't enough Kevin. I needed a lot more Kevin. I just did. I think I think he should at least get a guitar solo. You know what I mean? But it was so fun. Um, I drove up to Sacramento on Monday and uh, we went and had dinner at this bar. We went to this trendy bar where it looked like all the youngins, like all the Gen Z Joe Bro fans were there. So I felt very valid validated in our choice it was a little rooftop bar we had a burger had some fries had a little drinky drink and then went to the show it was amazing it was so wonderful they were fabulous people keep asking me if joe looks sad and you know it was kind of hard to tell he seemed like he was fine you know and um it was nice to see them again i'm gonna talk a little bit um a little bit specifics about the concert and the i'm sorry wet moment but overall it was literally everything i could dream of and i have to say i have to give it to julie gotta give her a big thank you for understanding that i wanted to continue my birthday for as long as possible so the fact that this was a birthday present was just truly the best and i loved it it was it was really such a good time and then on tuesday i had the day off because i knew your girl was gonna be sleepy like there's no way i in my 30s can go to a concert and function the next day. So I took the day off, which, as we all know, here on the podcast, if you're a regular, um, if you're new, hi, hello, welcome. So the otter also gets Tuesday off. And uh, I really wanted to go check out the UC Santa Cruz campus. It's where he went to school. And I was like, please, can we go? And so we went. It was stunning. You guys, it was stunning. How did I not know that UC Santa Cruz was like so beautifully amazing? I had only been there because I played a lacrosse game there, and it was truly one of the most beautiful fields that I had played on. But their whole campus is like trees. I saw a deer, like just a roaming deer. And then he he told me, he was like, there's campus deers. And I was like, LOL. And then I was like, no, seriously, I saw one. He was just standing there. And he was like, hi, hello, I'm just eating grass, like not a big deal. I am sad I didn't see a banana slug, but honestly, like, I don't know how... I mean, I know how UC Santa Cruz wasn't on my list because I most definitely was never going to get into that school, but truly, I think I would have loved it. Minus the fact that, like, how scary it would have been to walk through those... Like, everything... Basically, when you walk to a class, like, you're basically walking through the Redwoods, and that seems like all fun and games until it's evening. I feel like that would be terrifying, but during the day, it was straight gorgeous, and there... um, the UC Santa Cruz swag, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. They had banana slug slippers that I was obsessed with. Every single thing had a banana slug on it. And I was like, how do you not have alumni swag? Like, I just genuinely don't understand. He's not interested, which I just, I can't relate. I've got my SSU Sonoma State Seawolves license plate cover on my um, on my car. And I hope that every day somebody asks me what a Seawolf is. Like, I just can't wait. I loved my school, genuinely. So, you know... I don't get it. I don't get the lack of school pride. But anyways, it was so fun. And I made him show me his old dorm rooms and we went to like his old classrooms. It was genuinely so much fun. And I loved it. We went to a Chinese food restaurant that he used to always go to, which has been wild because I'm not never really been a big Chinese food person, but I have been randomly craving it. And it was hard because I was craving chow mein and I was craving beef broccoli, but I ended up going with a chow mein and it was so good. But I still have that little like desire for beef broccoli. But I saw a girl make it on TikTok from Trader Joe's so don't worry everybody she might fulfill that soon but anywho it was just like it was just the best time and then you know your girl was just tired and um you know we came back here and uh I cooked dinner I cooked what did I cook for him I'm cooking for him this week too because I'm just on a hype I just want to cook and I like truly can't remember now oh you know what I don't remember what we had for dinner I think it was like a pesto pasta or whatever like She's fine. But let me tell you about the dessert. Okay, you guys, the way I have just been on a hype of trying all things new, all things pumpkin, all things fall from Trader Joe's, obviously. Okay, so let me tell you something that's going to change your life. They have a pumpkin monkey bread, okay, like a pumpkin caramel monkey be- bread. It's in the frozen section at Trader Joe's. There's two little bunt cakes, and then you get the maple ice cream. We all know, if you know, you know the ma- maple ice cream is superior. And I heated those up. I heated them up in the toast, in the, um, in the toaster oven. Was it? No, the air fryer. Sorry, I was like, what do I have? I don't know if I'd recommend that. Well, my, my air fryer's small, so I think that's probably why it didn't work. It, like, melted the wax, which is, like, a whole other situation. I almost burnt the house down, but it's fine. Um, anyways, I think the microwave's fine, but I'd probably microwave them next time. And then I did a little Scooby Scoop of the maple ice cream. I'm telling you right now, this was, like, one of the best desserts I have ever concocted here. And I didn't have to do any work at all. It was so good. So in in addition to all of these like amazing desserts that I have had, I also picked up the butternut squash macaroni and cheese. People have been talking about this on on social media for years, for years. The butternut squash macaroni and cheese. Everyone's like, this is great. This is great. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't feel like I'm a squash girl. Like I just I just enjoy looking at pumpkins and squashes. I don't know. And I picked it up. You guys, this might be one of the best, most amazing, delicious treats and I've ever had in my life. And somehow magically like this has the making of something that should put me in the straight hospital. Somehow it did not. I don't know what it is about it. But you guys, if you have not tried the butternut squash macaroni and cheese, if you've been slacking like I've been slacking, this is your sign to step it up and go get it. It was so good. So then I was like, okay, let's continue the journey. So there is a harvest uh, like creamy, pasta sauce that they had and I was like maybe I should try this too like why not and let's just test it out and they also had pumpkin gnocchi I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly but let me live oh that's what I that's what I cooked for dinner I did the little mini colorful gnocchi from Trader Joe's with chicken apple sausage and pesto and I tried to like do a little bake so I put mozzarella cheese on top and I kind of like baked it and that part wasn't good I wouldn't do that but overall it was delish so anyways, I got the pumpkin gnocchi and then I did it with the Harvest uh, pasta sauce. So good. So good. 10 out of 10. Also, right now they have a maple um, toffee. No, no. What is it? Um, oh my gosh. What's that called? Fudge. Sorry. <laughs> She's struggling. And uh, OK, so there is a maple toffee like fudge out right now at Trader Joe's. It's so good. You guys, I. Happiest girl in the world. I as i'm in my depressive episode i have to say i've never been eating better and probably not better for you but delicious and that's okay i also picked up a pumpkin buntini because i was sad and i wanted to make myself feel better the other day and it was also delicious like It's this time is so tricky for me. And I was telling Andrew this this morning in therapy. I was like, I love this season. It makes me it genuinely makes me so happy. All my favorite things. I love fall. I love the colors. I love the food. But I also get depressed during this time. So it is tough. And he said that it's normal and it happens to him, too. So I feel a lot better about that. Um, But yeah, anyways. okay. let's talk about football. The other reason is the season that we love the season. We love football. I just want you guys to know if you are regulars on the podcast um hi if you're new hi hello welcome one of my favorite fall activities now is going to friend of the podcast Bessie the podcast Danielle her fiance this season this season we're stepping it up everybody fiance's football games he coaches at a high school and I spent a lot of my Friday night lights over with her last season and I'm back baby I went to a game on Friday and it just Felt right. It felt so good to be back. We're back in football season. I actually got to be in the family pick'em league. So not only am I playing fantasy football, which we we're gonna talk about, she's stressed. Um, not only did I get to do that, but they're also playing, which is what I always thought I would love the most. Basically, all like you just decide which team you think is gonna win all week. And right now I'm tied with three people for second place. And I I think that this is gonna be Something I'm good at. I don't know why, but uh, I'm very excited to be a part of the family, and I will be going to another game this weekend on this Friday night, and I'm thrilled. Honestly, I love it. I love it so much. It's such a good time, and um, it's just good vibes. It's just genuinely good vibes. They won, by the way, so here we go. And it was so funny because I was telling Danielle about how last season, you know, it, I was all about the hot step life. Like that was very much my era. That was very much my vibe. And I love that about going to games where I was like, I'm going to look like, you know, a put together hot step you know? And she's like, what is it this season though? And I was like, that's a good question because I feel like I have maybe graduated from my, you know, hot stepmom era I think I'm just in my hot mess auntie mode I think my my season of choice and my my era that I'm in is hot mess aunt which is fair because I am actually an aunt and you know I wore I did my I did my hair and makeup don't get me wrong but I also wore workout shorts and my fame my favorite sweatshirt of all time which is my Sonoma State proud parent lacrosse sweatshirt and I think that's gonna be my vibe like catch me up with a full face but couldn't be bothered to put together an outfit that's that's the vibe like it's a hot mess auntie she's like I want to look good but not that good and that's the vibe and we love it okay so um listen I drafted Travis Kelsey as my first round pick as you know here on the podcast so for those of my friends who like are listening to the podcast and you don't do fantasy football basically you get to like pick your own team based off like you get all the players and then you get like You have a little team of people and you get to like a certain draft pick and then you pick your team, right? So I was draft pick number three and I picked Travis Kelsey and I was like, all I wanted was Travis Kelsey and Brock Purdy and got both of them. And I was like, God bless America. However, however, Travis Kelsey got injured and I am an idiot and didn't know that I was supposed to like, I didn't realize how it worked. Like I didn't know I should have... You know someone on my bench and then like play them over Travis Kelsey and I also didn't realize that he was like really hurt and not playing so in my first game my star player was hurt and I did not bench him which means I got zero points and I lost and by the way though I do have to say that I only lost by like 12 points or something or like I think it was something even lower maybe 10 or something and I didn't even have my star player. So then I got all cocky and I was like, Travis Kelsey's gonna play again. This is gonna be great. Look how good I did last week. I'm losing. Actually I don't I didn't even check before I did this, but I had a game tonight Uh, for Monday Night Football which I really wanted to watch but I also had a wax and I'm getting so into football again and I was like so upset that I was missing a game for my wax I'm like who is she like you know but anyways I I this is my remember when I was like I need a hobby fantasy football right now is my hobby but it's really tough because I'm doing a bad job and I'm stressed about it so um I'm pretty sure I lost again unless unless my last player on the New Orleans Saints busts out 26 points I needed to win It's over for your girl. But yeah, I'm doing bad and I don't like it. The Otter has reminded me that it's only week two. And I was like, I don't accept. I don't accept. So I picked up Jordan Love. Shit, is it Jordan? Jason? Oh my gosh, I should have looked into this. But I picked up Jordan Love from the Green Bay Packers. And I did it only, only, only because he released this hilarious spoof video of the like I'm just Ken. So basically, for a little bit of background, for anybody who doesn't know, So the Green Bay Packers forever had Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, you might know him as being a football player. You might also know him for dating Shailene Woodley and saying that he's not going to get vaccinated. So he's like a little bit of like a hot mess express. And, you know, he played on the Packers forever and he's like mega famous, whatever. And then, you know, he goes and plays for the Jets. So then there's this HBO series called Hard Knocks and they like follow the preseason of a team and they follow the Jets. Because the Jets have Aaron Rodgers, and this is like all the drama, all the juice. We love to see it. We love the tea. Obviously, I watched it. It was amazing. Honestly, I liked Aaron Rodgers, and I was like, it's too bad that you don't want to get the COVID vaccine. Like, I'm not really understanding your stance, but whatever. And still a little confused about the Shailene Woodley thing, but like whatever. And anywho, so you know, I'm watching this compelling story, and I'm like, oh my gosh, the Jets. I was like, I think they're actually gonna be really good. Like, this is gonna be really fun. And I kid you not, like from what I heard it was like three or four plays in Aaron Rodgers like tears his Achilles heel and they think he's going to be out okay and they have this little Mormon nugget on their team I don't know if he's Mormon but he like plays for BYU and he was supposed to be like this really good quarterback and then he kind of like shit the bed and then they got Aaron Rodgers, and they're like it's okay it's gonna like raise this guy and I'm like listen not everybody can be sweet baby angel Brock Purdy like not everybody just like shows up and shows up you know what I mean this guy needed a little bit more training and so Aaron Rodgers was supposed to be like this god to him and then he was gonna learn and then he was gonna be good and it was gonna be great no now this guy's playing it doesn't sound like they're doing well and that's just like hot goss you know what i mean so anyways so little background you know Aaron Rodgers was like the franchise player for the packers okay now they got this new guy love and so he does you know the, the song like i'm just Ken. anywhere else i'd be a 10. i just want you to know that i wasn't trying to sing so when you're like wow she sings bad i wasn't trying that time so don't judge me Anyways, okay, so um, he made like a I'm just 10 because he's never 10. And he's like basically talking about like singing about living up to the Aaron Rodgers legacy. And as somebody who loved Glee and High School Musical, it's like singing athletes is my thing you know hello hello fit hudson he was a singing football player so of course i was into it and i picked him up on the wave off the waiver wire and now i have him but i didn't play him because i'm committed to brock purdy but brock purdy only got 14 points and love got 20 so now i don't know what to do next week it's like do i stay loyal with my heart and continue to play my sweet baby angel but i also am really competitive and i don't want to lose I like, you know, my cousin Danielle and the Otter both also have Brock Purdy, but they haven't played him yet. And I'm like, is this the right strategy? Am I like messing up? Am I too loyal? I don't know. I don't know. But I just thought that I was going to get Travis Kelsey and I was going to get Brock Purdy and I was going to win. And I'm two weeks in. I'm not winning. And you know what really sucks is that I am watching the game, so I'm not watching them well enough to be able to rehash you some good drama. So I've noted that for myself. So next week I'll get way more into it and like give you guys the juicy tea. The biggest GCT right now is that everybody thinks that Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are dating. And can I just tell you right now that I don't think that's happening, but I want it to. And the reason I don't. okay, so the only reason that I'm a little bit suspicious of it actually happening is I don't know why Travis Kelsey wouldn't keep joking about it if there wasn't a chance. You know what I mean? Because he made the joke. Basically, Travis Kelsey is one of the Kelsey brothers we love. By the way, if you haven't watched Kelsey on Amazon, you need to that's about jason kelsey the brother the brother's wife is just like literally incredible and i just like i feel like having a glass of wine with her would just be honestly the best experience of life so if you haven't watched kelsey go watch kelsey but anyways this all started because travis kelsey on his podcast said that he went to the taylor swift show but he was sad because he had like a friendship bracelet for her with his number on it and he wanted to give it to her so you know then he was like you know i want to i want to date taylor swift which like who doesn't you know and then all of a sudden, like, he's on the show and it gets brought up. and He's like, listen, we're not going to talk about that. I'm like, but why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you talk about it? You know what I mean? I could see the angle where he's not talking about it just because he's, like, embarrassed that he got rejected by Taylor Swift. But also, like, why be so secretive if you're not dating her? That's my, when I, when I want to be happy and I want to think they're together, that's what I think. But honestly, at the end of the day, I'm just like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. It seems like it's, it's maybe he's like, uh-oh, I made up too much hype about this. Because I could also see her being like, okay, everybody's hyping this up too much. I'm not going to do it. But it would be amazing. And the best part right now is that these girl dads, I'm just convinced, like these girls dads who are sportscasters, like they are slipping Taylor Swift quotes into sportscasts. And I am living for it. I'm not saying that these dads aren't Swifties, but I just... I, my heart believes that they are girl dads and their daughters are like, no, you have to say that he found a blank space to score a touchdown and that he shook off his injury. Like, come on, that shit's just too good. One of my favorite things to do with my friends is just sit there and give each other some life advice like we have such meaningful conversations and i always feel better after having a conversation with them so i want to bring that love and compassion and advice to you all we are doing ashley's advice right here on the podcast and you can submit any question to me so easily just click the link in my bio at ashley sleek ashley with two e's of course on instagram and on TikTok, and i will be answering your questions right here on the podcast. You can do wedding questions or any sort of life questions and they'll be answered on both. I'm sorry, what? And I'm sorry, what? Weddings. Okay. So I have this like little realization and it's a little bit of Ashley trauma, but we love that. Like why would we not add Ashley trauma to, you know, the advice segment? I think it all just like really makes sense. So, um, okay. I tell this story often in my personal life. I've told the story like once I think on the podcast and so it's a little bit of a trauma okay (laughs) but I talked about how when I got sick with Crohn's okay Olive not Olive I was in a group of girlfriends okay like you know high school with a group of girls and basically I got really sick and the majority of them decided that they did not want to be my friend anymore right and I was talking about this with the auto recently because you know I talk to him a lot about when I get sick, I get nervous, like that I'm just going to be too much. And he's he's not going to want to deal with it. Okay, that's on Ashley trauma. But it's true. Like, I am constantly afraid that nobody is going to want to put up with, you know, all of this health and mental health problems and all this stuff, you know. And I told him, I'm like, you know, this comes a lot because that fear was validated. Like, that fear was validated. Like, people did leave, right? And he was like, listen, that if we break up, it's not going to be because you're sick. Okay. Like at the end of the day, that's not what I'm interested in. I'm just, I just want to help you. I just want to be here for you. And like, I know you're crying. I'm crying. It's everything I could have dreamed of. This man is just giving me everything I could have wanted. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. We're happy. We are happy. But I was thinking about it on the drive home because I was like, okay. It's time for me to rewrite my brain a little bit on this. And I was thinking about how when I go back to this memory, I hyper fixate on these like three people who didn't want to be my friend again. And I don't understand why I'm so fixated on them and not the one that stayed. Right? Like, why am I just focused on all these people who walked away and not remembering that somebody stayed? Miss Jenna. Hello. Shout out. Jenna stayed my friend through all of that and then in addition there was people outside of that friend group that stayed my friend and as I have like grown up I continue to have health problems and mental health problems and I have been in 13 weddings so there are people that have chosen to stay with me through my craziest jenna being definitely um on the top of that list she has seen some things in her days with her friendships with ashley and you know i mean a lot of my friends i was just talking about you know with julie when we realized you know we talked about how how sad i get around my birthday like she was one of the first people that you know really talked to me about that and you know i've had all these experiences with all these other people and they're still my friends. And I think it's so easy when we are thinking about memories and things that hurt us that we're so, you know, we're focused on the pain, we're focused on the hurt and not wanting to feel that way again. But, you know, some of these times that these bad things happen or these hurtful things happen, like they're kind of the one of the big ways that you're going to see, like who's going to stick around. And I know I talked about this once on the podcast where I was like, hey, by the way, you don't have to go through trauma just to realize you have friends. But at the other uh, uh, on one hand it's like that is one of the positives of kind of going through something difficult is that you have the ability to rewrite the memory and of course like this takes time and you need to let yourself feel you got to let yourself feel like the betrayal or whatever the hurt that came but when you're ready and you're thinking about it it's so important to sit down and and try to rewrite your own memories and give them that positive spin and then you know it's one of those fake it till you make it things where you, you keep doing it And suddenly that's what it becomes. So now when I start to get back into my panic, which I do, I have a fear of abandonment. Okay, I I truly do. That's that's on traums. And, you know, I have this fear of abandonment. And when I start to think again back to like, okay, things are getting too hard. The otter is going to leave. The otter is going to leave. I remember that maybe he'll stay. Like maybe he he is one of these people that is going to be around. And you know what, if he's not if that's what ends up being the story, there are a lot of people who stuck around and I will find somebody who will stick around. I, You guys, I will be very surprised if he doesn't. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying that if that's not what happens, like in that memory where those people left me, I still had people who supported me. I still had family. I still had a best friend. I still had a lot of other friends who stuck by me. And, you know, that was helpful. And I think that there is, are those little moments and these bad moments. There are always something there's something there to grab and you know when you feel like you need it when you feel like you're drowning and you're drowning in a negative memory try to find what of that was good and rewrite it so you know I hope that's helpful you know I hope that no one just like has to deal with that because what a horrible experience but you know at the same time what a wonderful uh, bonding experience for somebody that I am truly still friends with to this day and have been for a very long time and very grateful for. And, you know, in addition, all these additional friends, you know, I think that's why I talk so much about how incredibly grateful I am for my friends, because truly, you know, they're one of these, these entities in my life that gets me through like all this dark stuff. So hold value to those special friendships and, you know, yeah, try to work on some more Positivity. Don't be toxic though. Number one. Okay. Speaking of toxic, can I tell you about the toxic people from the concert? As I mentioned, Julie and I went to go see the Joe Bros. We love, okay? And something strange happened. In our section where we were sitting, not a single person was standing. These people sat the entire time concert and listen I know there's people with health problems like you don't have to tell me babe I get it she's got joint pain off the wazoo okay and I'm also 30 like I don't want to stand for a whole show I want to sit down for a song I don't know or two whatever they were sitting the entire show love bug how do you sit through love bug how do you sit through love bug SOS that's a crime that's a genuinely a crime against humanity like How do you sit through SOS? I just don't, I don't get it. Even the new song, like Waffle House. Don't get stressed. We're going to figure it out. Deep conversations at the Waffle House. You're just sitting. What? I felt like I booty bumped the girl next to me like a hundred times in the face and I didn't even care. And the other thing was she was just recording the whole show. And I have to know, I am not a really big concert recorder. It's not a super big thing to me because I know that I'm just in the moment and my videos probably aren't going to turn out that good. I'd like to do a little clip for the gram, you know, or a little clip of the song, a little clip of singing, you know, for the funds, but not a long one because I'm scream singing and I know that's not going to be fun to listen to later. But this person next to me was literally recording the whole concert and I don't want to judge her too much. Like maybe she had a friend who couldn't come and she was doing something nice. I don't know. But I just want to tell you that right now that her video has a lot of my butt in it. And she's welcome. Honestly, I worked really hard on this booty, and I think it's nice. I wa- I have to walk upstairs every day, so it's getting even better. And I, but I just, I just genuinely can't comprehend. Like, if it was just our row or something, it was like the entire section. And you know what? Good on Julie and I because we still stood because it was the Joe Bros, and we wanted to enjoy ourselves, not sit through a concert. I was literally so perplexed. And I was like, did we get tickets in like a seated section? Because I'm starting to think that's what should happen. I think if everybody wants to sit, they should sit in their own section because it is a weird vibe to be the only one sitting and scream singing. And then you're just like everybody's just sitting around you. There's a camaraderie in the fact that you were all standing and you're all singing together. And it was just such a weird vibe. But don't get me wrong, it didn't kill the show for me. It didn't kill my vibe. I was going to be screaming red dress till the end of the day. You know what I mean? But I just, I could not comprehend. is it that just that I haven't been to a concert in a long time and this is the new norm? I mean, I did just see Blink-182 and we were, we were standing and Jenna was pregnant. Okay. And she was standing that whole time. So like, I'm, I'm just like not understanding the situation. I sat a couple times cause she's got bad ankles, but I couldn't imagine the entire thing. It was so bizarre. So weird so weird. Okay, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the I'm Sorry What podcast. I love you all so much. Thank you for giving me your time. Thank you for choosing me when um, at a time where I really wasn't choosing myself. You know, she's just been a slinky slat, sad banana. Slinky sad banana. You know what? we're leaving that in she's been a slinky sad banana and she's pulling herself out of it slowly but surely and you know i love you all so much thank you for listening don't forget to like and um subscribe please and we all know that you can't like the podcast i don't know why i always say that comment subscribe download you know head to the socials and check them out you know i i i try to post a cute pic every week um so if you want to like it that'd be cool that's at Ashley. So you got Ashley with two E's, of course. And thank you for listening. I love you so much. Okay, bye.